0: You're listening to The Refined Hippie Podcast, a show all about holistic lifestyle, nutrition, and plant-based veganism for a mind-body-spirit approach to living healthily and happily for ourselves and our planet. Welcome back to another episode, my lovely friends. I am your host, Rebecca Henson. I am really excited about this episode because I have not done a life update in a while, and... There are going to be some changes, or I'm making changes, and I just want to share those. Maybe it'll inspire you to make certain changes in your life. I am, of course, super stoked that spring is coming, which gives me a whole new lease on life every year. This is just the way I function. I do not like winter. I, I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's great to have different seasons. Sure, it is, but part of me wishes I'd lived on a tropical island and had one season and I think I would be fine with it I really do um (laughs) but unfortunately I will probably never do that um not until maybe I'm older I suppose and it's for a good reason that's because I have family and I'm close to my family and I would not want to be that far away I think it would be very difficult so tropical island will have to wait but other than that, yeah, I I hate the cold. I, I have seasonal affective disorder. I think a lot of people do. And whenever it's cold, it's much more cloudy and dreary. And I don't want to. And I'm not very active. I don't do very much. It gets dark early, and I I freaking hate it. I truly do. And I <laughs> this year, I I definitely try to create a different mindset around it. You know, and also I will say that I got a coat that has helped. <laughs> I got this coat that I love. It was on sale at Lululemon, and it's a parka. Um, I had one before, but it wasn't as fitted as this. It wasn't a Lululemon, but it wasn't as tailored, and it didn't have, a, a, like, a hood, and I just freaking love this thing, and now it's changed my life. I got it kind of, obviously, it, it was at the end of winter. It was, like, a month ago I got it, but I it has definitely changed my experience being outside when it's cold because... It like covers up part of my legs and I just feel so much more warm and I don't hate, I don't despise being outside as much when I had that on. So it's it's definitely helped. But spring is coming and I am trying to make different goals for this month. I mean, it's March and I know one of the the like-minded ladies group that I'm in, we somebody had commented about, you know, what were your goals for this month I actually never responded on it because I um, the by the time I had seen it the subject kind of changed and I didn't want to just be like oh this is mine um, but one of my main goals is to spend less time on social media and I know that anybody who has a business or a brand or um, just trying to promote themselves or whatever 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 their story is <sighs> feels uh, this kind of like love-hate relationship or necessary evil if you will and I don't want to call it evil because I have had some really good things come out of social media and I do enjoy it to some extent but I have realized I'm going through a spell right now where I'm spending way too much time on it and I would honestly try I would I would say that I have an addiction I think I I think I'm addicted, you know? I think I'm more addicted than I realize. And I thought back to about 7 years ago, Derek and I went to a wedding in Tortola, which is a British Virgin Island, and the cell service was terrible there. Most places that I've traveled, I feel like I have pretty good cell service, um, and pretty good Wi-Fi or something that you can you can connect to the world, right? Well, <laughs> where we were there was none we had i mean we had the most amazing uh we rented basically it was like a compound it was like four different three different uh you know buildings on the property with this giant infinity pool in the middle overlooking you know the ocean on the side of this hill and it was just absolutely magical but at the beginning it was kind of this weird adjustment because our phones didn't work and the wi-fi there was not very good And I just remember feeling like, oh my gosh, this is so weird. And this is before I was really into Instagram. It existed, but I was not, I can't even remember if I was on it that much. I definitely was doing Facebook more at that time. Um, But I just remember feeling so strange and like kind of cringy at first, like not being able to connect whatever way that was. And I feel like it's gotten even worse since then. That was seven years ago. Um, maybe even eight years ago. So who knows what it would be like now. And I'm just recognizing that I don't like it. I just, I don't like, I don't like it. It doesn't make me feel better. I, like I said, I've definitely connected to a lot of awesome people. I love being able to go on and share, you know, different uh, advice or what I've learned and, you know, try to help others. Um, But at the end of the day, you know, I just I want to try to find a happy medium with that and a and a better relationship with it because I definitely try not to look at it first thing in the morning I know a lot of people say that and I don't know if you try to practice that you know not picking up your cell phone right when you wake up but I do feel the pull to, you know so I have to resist it and that feels weird you know when you when you know that you're you have to consciously think about not doing something. <laughs> I want it to not be the first thing. And I don't feel that way necessarily every morning. But it definitely happens more than, than I would like. I'm sure people who... Maybe if you have kids or something like that. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just speculating. If you have kids, maybe you're not able to do that. Um... Because you immediately have to get up and get them ready for school or get them breakfast and that kind of stuff. And it would probably be more difficult. But for me, I don't have any kids. And I have two cats and they kind of annoy me, but not even that much. Uh so it's easier for me to like be like, Okay. And so I've tried to set boundaries. I I have it so, you know, my mind is like, Okay, I don't look at my phone until nine AM because it's kinda like in my mind, okay, business hours, which I I don't really adhere to business hours anyways, right? <laughs> I have a much more unconventional uh, lifestyle when it comes to that and job. But but I think it's a, it's a healthier way to be is to definitely like set time limits on when you can get on or off. And I have also set a timer. If you go to your settings, you can set a timer for uh, social, for different apps. And I have one, um, but I am that person who, what what happens when you, you get the notification and you're like, you've it's almost hit your limit. You have five minutes to go and there are different options and one of them is ignore. <laughs> ignore for today. And how many of us have done that? I do that too often. I mean, it does, at least it does help a little bit in that even if I hit ignore, I am like, oh crap, okay, I've spent this much. So, but I do want to spend just like 10 more minutes or, or maybe it ends up being 30 more minutes, but I try to... To definitely reel it in from then, but I, that is a main goal for me, is to not be on social media as much. I just, I don't know. I think that there's a lot of, like I said, pros and cons for sure. I think as a society, I think it's a weird, I think we're in a weird place, you know? The overconsumption of news, the overconsumption of information. Uh, and there's a lot of negative stuff there's so much negative stuff going on right now for sure and it's just like we hop from one crazy drama to the next and then they just (laughs) what happened to the c-word right that was for two years pushed down our throats and pushed into people's arms the v-word you know that is just poof gone people lost their jobs their livelihoods their lives all the things But there's no repercussions for the the people and their actions and their Dracarian laws that they created for that. So, and now we're on to something else. And of course, what is happening is awful, but you do realize there are other awful things. And when we are constantly being fed this fear of like one thing and one narrative, which you know, if you think about it critically, (laughs) what we see on TV is not the truth. It's not the truth. I mean, I don't know how else to tell people that or to explain it. And if the last two years didn't show that to people, then I don't know what will, you know. We are fed a bunch of lies constantly. Sure, there is a war going on. But we don't know any of the details. We know none of them, you know. That has been the case for the past 50 freaking years when it comes to wars. We've been lied to about every single freaking one of them. Afghanistan, Iraq all of this they're all lies they're not telling us the whole truth they never do they manipulate it, they twist it that's just how it works and whenever you watch the news you have to take everything with a grain of salt and not immediately go oh my gosh, I can't believe what they just told me I can't believe this is happening is it? or is it different than actually how they said? we don't know so it's, it's easy to like go down the rabbit hole and be enraged and especially when when our lives I mean the way we live is on the line here uh and they are trying relentlessly to change that and I don't I don't know how to make us feel better about it <laughs> other than talk about it I guess you know and like I said I mean I don't Want to dwell on these things because I really I need to distance myself from the negativity and all of the information and all the news because it is not healthy to constantly consume this and and be in this state of fear of what the future is and that creates a lot of anxiety and I'm having a lot of anxiety right now. Truth be told, I I don't know what what the future looks like and we never do, but in the past it was easier to try to visualize what it looked like you know to try to have some kind of inkling of what your future held for you and what that might be and I think it's harder to now but I think it's even more imperative than before to try to create those positive images of what it could be because it's so much it's so simple for our brains to go to the negative view and I am very guilty of that I had seen, you know, a meme and I think i had posted it. It was that worry, what is it? Hold on. <laughs> worry is prayer for something you don't want. And that really resonated with me a lot because I feel like it's something that we, we, a lot of us do. And it is essentially like praying on it. And, you know, if you believe in, manifesting manifesting your dreams or, you know, I mean anything to that degree of just like creating it in your mind. And I felt like I've definitely done that before, you know, good and bad. Probably more the bad <laughs> because that is where my mind goes and you have to catch it really quick because oh man, it can definitely it can definitely start spiraling down and and so the social media thing is definitely something on my radar of what i am trying to be conscious and more aware of um other things that are going on that are positive is i am trying to get my garden ready for the spring so i just ordered a soil test kit from garden supply uh i think it's just called gardensupply.com um And that should be in next week, I think, because I'm just a little concerned. I want to make sure that my soil is, has all the right ratios of, you know, um, calcium and nitrogen or whatever, all the different things. (laughs) I'm not a farmer. Um, It is a true science, that's for sure. And so I ordered this test kit and... I hope that it's not too bad and I don't have to replace all of the soil because I did get organic compost and it was a mixture of compost and uh, I think I think it was 50-50 compost and um, just like regular dirt. And I don't know if that's right or not. <laughs> the crazy thing is whenever I I've put stuff in my compost, I put food in my compost, right? And... They seem to flourish. All this stuff starts sprouting again. I mean, potatoes have, which potatoes can grow anywhere, right? So that was really fun to discover. But also the tops of beets, they start sprouting again. I had thrown a pumpkin in there, and now I have all these little pumpkin sprouts coming up. I mean, and then I try to transplant them to the garden. And what happens? They freaking die. (laughs) So I'm like, what is going on? So I will keep you all updated on what happens with the soil test kit but the other thing I ordered was these metal hoops so they basically create like a semicircle, you know over your garden bed and then you can put mesh on top and that is for to keep out number one the worms because I have a lot of little caterpillar things that um, not worms but caterpillars that fall from the sky apparently from moths or birds and they jump on my leafy greens and eat them all and that happened last year I was not able to get uh barely a single kale leaf because overnight they would just devour all of them and so then I would try to inspect and pick them off and get rid of them uh and so hopefully this is going to help that also the squirrels because gosh I love them so much they're so precious but they just want to dig in my freaking garden all day long. And, you know, when I'm putting in new little seeds, trying to grow little sprouts, uh, it's quite frustrating when all my seeds are getting messed up. And I don't even know what they're doing because I don't know if they're digging for things that they, that they already, you know, covered up in there or hid. I don't know because they don't cover their holes. (laughs) There's just holes everywhere. And hopefully this is going to help because it's, it's very frustrating when I go out there and there's a bunch of holes in my garden and the seeds that I just planted, who knows where they are, if they're too deep or too shallow, and if anything sprout. proud. Um, but my goal for this year, for sure, is to really figure out this whole gardening thing because, once again, considering the state of the world, I think that trying to grow our own food is extremely important. Uh, Not only for our wallets and because of the uncertainty of our futures, but because it is therapeutic and there is nothing like digging in the dirt. I mean, it sounds crazy to some people, but it is, you know, very, um, I mean, I think it's ingrained in, in our DNA for thousands of years. That is what humanity has done. And for thousands of years, we didn't have fancy grocery stores to go to. Maybe We might have had markets and traded with friends and things like that, but it wasn't so simple to just go out and buy all kinds of things that come from halfway across the world. So my goal is to learn more the ins and outs and hopefully get a really, really great crop this year you know so I'm growing carrots are pretty simple I'm growing carrots I'm trying beets I'm trying my hand at beets I had I got some seeds for that and I'm also trying to figure out how to make the the beets that that I've regrown for my compost try to make those work out and definitely lots of leafy leafy greens lettuce kale Um, I do have some broccoli and cauliflower they have not done well because I had actually planted those a couple months ago and they haven't done much. I bought them from a plant store, a garden store. They were already, you know, sprouted and uh, maybe about four or five inches tall. But they just—they haven't grown at all. They haven't done anything. I'm not sure uh, what their deal is. But I do know that some some plants don't like to be transplanted, um, and I'm not sure if those were one of them. And they just should not have. I don't know they shouldn't have been selling them or they should have told me not to take it out of the container um but we'll see because I'm still I'm still giving it a shot and I want to grow some more herbs so I have some mint and cilantro I am growing the mint inside actually starting right now um but mint is very can be very pervasive um and And do really well so I'm gonna have some inside and then maybe try to get some outside as well but the worms do caterpillars love mint so just be aware if if you have a caterpillar issue they could devour it because I've had that happen about three years in a row (laughs) with these darn caterpillars um so those are that's that's what's going on I mean I Derek and I would love to I would love to travel Uh, we were thinking about going to Florida Uh, Just a few weeks ago, we were thinking about that. But now with the way gas is, it's like, I mean, yeah, we can afford it. But do we want to? I mean, it's just, it's a hard pill to swallow, you know? And this is kind of what they want, I guess. But uh, so we don't know what we're going to do. We might go, we're definitely going to go to Hilton Head and see, be with his family. We might go a little bit further and just go to maybe the top of Florida maybe Saint Augustine uh we'll see but I just I really want to, I want to go somewhere fun I would love to go out of the country and I know a lot of people are going other places again um but for me and Derek it's just it's about I just don't want to be a part of it I just don't want to be a part of the charades charade anymore I don't want to have to freaking test for something that I don't have and I, I I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Um, I don't want to have to wear a mask for hours because, again, that makes no sense. And we've already seen all the studies that show they do nothing, even though people have been talking about that for two years. But but we were the crazy ones. Um, so I, I just, I don't know. I think we'll just probably stay in the States. And there's obviously tons of awesome places to go locally and regionally and in America. So... Guess that's just what we're gonna do, you know, try to plan some stuff like that. I am like I said, excited that it's gonna be warm. I will definitely start exercising more. I am gonna maybe join a gym. <sighs> I say that reluctantly because I well, I haven't gone to a gym in years and years. Um, well, since we left Charleston, I I was a member of a gym called Hilo, which I really loved, and they were they had classes and uh i liked i just i enjoyed it and and prior to that i went to another gym in charleston that was oh my gosh it was so magical it was like right on i've talked about i talk about it often even though it was like 10 years ago but oh god it was so awesome so it was called bluefish and if you're familiar with charleston it was right on the water downtown beside the aquarium so the, it was overlooking the harbor. You were literally, the treadmills were right, there was this huge glass, you know, it was like two stories with just like a gla- glass around the whole thing. And uh, you were on the treadmill looking at the harbor, looking at the Ravenel Bridge, watching dolphins swim. I mean, it was insane. And it was only like $70 a month or $80. Which is probably why it didn't survive because they were clearly not charging enough. And I'm sure that that rent for that spot was insane. And who knows what it would be now. It would probably be double because Charleston's gone so crazy. Um, But I loved working. I was in the best shape of my life at that time. Obviously, I was younger. But still, I was happy. I worked out often. uh, And... But it set the bar way too high. Um, and so then trying to find a gym after that was was really difficult. I am since trying to get back on earth <laughs> and realize that that was uh, just insane once in a lifetime kind of gym, that they don't exist. And if they do at this point, who knows how much they cost. Um, so I am going to join a gym just to maybe... I mean, I, I actually like walking on a treadmill. I mean, I like walking in my neighborhood. I have an amazing neighborhood that I love walking around. But I also like walking in a treadmill and walking at an incline. And I can't, obviously, there's no hills here. <laughs> so um, there are not very many. And and just to do some weights and stuff like that, I think, I think it would do me good. And to get out, I mean, I am at the house so often working from home and I don't, really get to see that many other humans. So that is something I'm going to be doing and doing more yoga. So I am coming up on the one-year anniversary of my yoga teacher training, which is really hard to believe. But at the same time, it does seem like a long time ago. Sort of. I don't know. Uh, And I'm sad that I don't... The girls that were in my class, we haven't kept up as much as course you always say you're going to and at the beginning after class was over we did we were doing like weekly uh yoga um together but maybe I should try to set up like a reunion I don't know um actually I might do that right now after I get done with this I am going to send out a text and just see if anybody wants to get together because it's, it's sad but that was such a magical experience um but I have not done very much yoga. I mean, I've only honestly done less yoga after it. I don't know. I don't know what happened, you know. As I said before, I mean, the cold weather does nothing for me. <laughs> and it makes me not. I I become a hermit. I, I like basically hibernate like a bear, which is awful. But so in the spring, I'm going to definitely start exercising more, doing more yoga. Walking daily this week, I walked, well, I walked three days in a row around my neighborhood and that felt like a win. I was like, yeah, girl, get it because I don't. I mean, when it's cold, I don't. And earlier this week, it was warm. It's about to be cold again. So not too heavy about that, but but we're on the tail end of this, y'all. We are on the tail end. It is going to get warm and warmer and warmer and warmer until some people hate it but I am just going to be loving that humidity give it to me all day (laughs) I I love the heat I am a true summertime baby I was born in August and I love it I love the heat I have also been working in my art studio a good bit more I know many of you probably know I'm an artist I'm a painter and I've been doing a lot more commissions and also working on some pieces for myself which I don't normally do, but it feels really good. Uh, If you're a creative, I highly encourage if you have time to work on pieces that you want to do, not just because you think somebody's going to buy them. (laughs) I've had a difficult time with that in my art career, uh, trying to decide, quote, what to paint. It's like the most difficult thing. And I know it sounds maybe crazy for some, but it's a real problem. I mean, as a creative and then feeling like you're creatively blocked and then this perpetual, you know, thought in your mind that you're not creative and, like, you don't know what to paint. And I've struggled with that a lot. So I am just painting whatever the heck I want when it's not a commission. And if it's something that somebody wants to buy, I that's great. But I cannot revolve my world around that. It It's... T- Talk about anxiety, crazy anxiety for me. Maybe it doesn't for other people, but for me it does. It's it's like I said, it's my personality. Whatever it is, so I'm working on a bunch of fun things, and it feels really good. And I encourage you to do the same. You know, do what do what makes you happy. Do what makes gives you joy. It makes you feel fulfilled. You know, it's This is we are. I mean, it's so cliche, but we are only here for a very very small amount of time in the grand scheme of things. And I think. We all spend too much time and waste too many years, too many moments trying to please others. I know a lot of females do that. Um, I have certainly felt this way and it's, it's, an, it's a constant struggle, you know, trying to, to balance that because obviously you want to be a nice person and you and you care for people and you care for your loved ones and you want to make them happy, but you can't pour from an empty glass and we have to focus on ourselves first. So that is my words of wisdom (laughs) to you and I hope you enjoyed this episode and catching up with me on what's been going on and what's new what is my what are my intentions for the coming months Uh, definitely stay tuned to my website because I didn't talk about that but I will say briefly that I am as I am going to try to scale back on my time On social media, I will definitely be trying to focus more time on the blog. I have 170 drafts on my blog (laughs) that have all been started. So oftentimes I'll start a blog, just like an idea. And maybe it's only like a paragraph. I don't get very far. But it's still that I have that many different ideas that have never actually been completed and published so i am going to be focusing on that focusing on more recipes and um, be sure to sign up for my newsletter because as i publish new blog posts i will be sharing those on my newsletter so you can sign up on the refined hippie.com and as always thank you so much for tuning in and until next time my lovely friend peace and plants